Bunker Banter! We are back in the podcast room. I am joined, as always, by my pal, the Chief, Dennis Dungy. Denny, how are we doing today? We're doing fantastic, Timmy. Welcome back to everybody. We're back fresh from Orlando and the PGA show. Uh, good week had, I think, by the three of us down there, you, uh, myself, and Lauren. And I know we had uh, a little dinner down there with some of the board members on Wednesday evening, enjoyed some time with them and uh, partners, the Matt's brothers, uh, Justin and Christian. So appreciated them joining us. Uh, and I think they uh, saw some great value in it uh, as well too. So uh, for anybody that was at the PGA show, I encourage you to uh, give us a little shout out on any of our social media links and let others know that may not have been able to attend. Uh, something cool you saw down there, or, you know, some something fun that may uh, be worthwhile to bring into your shop or put out on your range as a training aid or something. So um, always a refreshing time to be down there and catch up with our fellow section uh, employees and see what they're doing within their sections. And then also catch up with all of our friends uh, from the Connecticut section, but past friends and, and partners that we've uh, come to like over the years. Absolutely. It was a great week as always down. It's my first time down there since uh, COVID. So it was good to be uh, make my appearance back in Orlando. Lowe's first time. She had a great time. Maybe that's uh, why all the people were there, Timmy. It was, it was extra crowded <laughs> there this year. And maybe it was just because you and Lowe were there. They knew we were coming. They yeah. were a big, we're like, we're like uh, Taylor Swift, Swift in the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. <laughs> She's not really playing in the Super Bowl, but it's going to be all about it's her. It's going to be all about her. <laughs> Uh, but I'll call our show out before we get started. We did promise that we were going to have some guests and things like that, and we had very good intentions on making that happen. Uh, but as anybody who has been to this show knows, once you're down there, you're kind of running around like a crazy person. Uh, obviously, Monday and Tuesday, like Denny said, we had our section meeting, so that was kind of out, but then running into people and sponsors and uh, section members during the show. It's it's a little bit louder. The quality of the audio was was probably not something that anybody really wanted to listen to. Uh, we did we did try to capture. We saw uh, our pal RB number one and his assistant Drew down there got a little sound bite from them, but uh, ultimately it just probably wouldn't have produced the kind of audio quality and content that we were hoping for. So we scrapped the idea and we're we're back here. But uh hoping again you know as we kind of go through ha have some members reach out to us if they want to share some best practices or things that they think they're they're doing at their facilities that are pretty cool uh we'd love to have anybody on and join us here so it's not just the two of us uh, going back and forth every week yeah and i think lauren did a great job it was fun having her down there one for uh see her first experience down there but also i think she did a fantastic job although you know we've probably gotten a few too many pictures uh with everything too that was many. going on but I think she did a great job of capturing what you know what our experience was down at the show, and uh, I think she's producing a little video here that's going to go out shortly. So uh, that'll take place for our little bump in the road yeah, that we hit there. But I also lost my voice a little bit down there, um, you know, over the week. So you know, me talking on the show wouldn't have been any fun either. So yeah, no, I would have been a little a little shoddy for sure. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to include a. Me and T.H. Uh, Tom Halstead, that is, our picture with Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon showing up at the Jake Owen concert uh, in support of P.J. Hope and 
uh, yeah, you guys were talking about it and talking about it. I said, just go up and ask the guy for his picture. I said, he loves that kind of stuff because I've seen him in action before. And uh, next thing you know, I took a little trip to the bar and came back, and boom, you guys were up on the big screen with a picture That's with it. Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis. I got to, I got to fist pound the uh, the World Series ring, the 09 ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pretty your, cool. And I know, I know Halstead was in, you know, he was in heaven for a little while there. <laughs> he was good, yeah. Listen, Tom, I'll give Tom credit on that one. He, he initiated it. He, he totally was in on that one. Went right up to him and was like, we're taking a picture. And it happened. So it was good. Um, but a lot of, you know, we had a lot of fun, but again, like Danny said, we met with a lot of partners, uh, potential of some new opportunities there for us as well, uh, with some different companies and, you know, it's valuable for us meeting with the other sections and, you know, kind of stealing some of our ideas, sharing some of our ideas with them that work for us and things like that. So very busy, productive, exhausting week down there. Yeah, and I think that kind of segues right into some section things that are happening. One, a couple of things that happened down there at the PGA show, and we we brought it to, to light last show. Uh, but he was formally recognized on the big PGA show stage down there. Jason Loomis, uh, formally, as I said, receiving his Merchandiser of the Year in the public category, uh, becoming the fifth section member to earn a national recognition. So. That was pretty cool to be there for a part of that. I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a celebration, but again, nice nice for him to be up there and recognized. And I did see his social media post, and he deflected that to the team. So that was pretty cool because it is really a team. You know, one person is recognized for the award, but uh, it is really a team thing. So great job by Jason and the entire staff down there at Great River. I know they were all there to see uh, Jason go across the stage and get his award or, or be recognized. And then I think we had a couple others that received awards down there. You know better than I do, but yeah. I think Dipper got a Game Changer Award and Alex Cavalier on Operation 36, I think. Yep, um, and so. Bayram too on the Game Changer. So the Game Changer Perfect. Award yeah. uh, typically gives out their, their their awards basically for the top 25 uh, pro, PGA Junior League programs in the country, as well as the top in each of the sections. Uh, so Dipper was number eight nationally. Obviously we know how big his program is here, so Again, he earned his Game Changer Award very well-deserved for all the things that happened at Lyman Orchards. But there's also a category for Game Changer Award that I believe they started either last year or the year before. It's basically kind of an all-encompassing, you know, a PGA professional who embraces a wide array of player engagement uh, programming and products. And that uh, went to Mark Barham of Timberland Golf Club, the home of the players. Oh, the players. Uh, Mark obviously does PGA Junior League as well, but he also does a lot through PGA Coach and, and offers a lot of different programmings on that platform. So uh, and in his new role, he's really been able to you know do even more than he did in his previous role at Timberland. So kudos to Mark for continuing to, to grow the game and a uh, very well-deserved honor for both Dipper and Mark. Yeah, I wish Mark would have let us know that that word was a coming his way because I'd have got up there with a Timby hat on or whatever and walked across <laughs> the stage and accepted the award on his behalf. But uh, congratulations to all of you um, for those accomplishments. Uh, a couple playing accomplishments, not much going on in the playing space, but just took a peek at the senior-junior leaderboard. Uh, day two, I believe, of the senior-junior down in the winter championship down in Florida. And uh, our own Andy Svoboda is currently in T-17 with his partner Dave Fusco, who is from the Met section, but comes up and uh, enjoys the Senior Open, so very familiar name uh, in that space. And then uh, still left is the four ball team event, which is taking place February 4th through the 6th. And then they'll close out with the stroke play and the women's stroke play 
Championships, uh, February 11th through the 13th. So any of our guys that are and ladies that are down there playing in that, we wish you the best of luck. And uh, one other playing accomplishment I want to recognize, not in the golf space, though. Ooh. We talked to our pal, Mr. Jim Hanlon, this morning, and I want to recognize Jim and his old man baseball team <laughs> on winning their fourth championship in a row this year in whatever league they're playing in down there it's a tournament, in Florida. It's their big Fort but, Myers tournament, I believe. Oh, man, I was so excited to hear from Jim today and so glad that his team won four in a row and just wanted to give him a shout out. So congratulations, Jim, and your old man team. Oh, man. Yeah, it was great to hear from Jim today. It's great to hear from all of our section members, but Jim, Jim definitely keeps us on our toes. So congrats on that. Mr. Hanlon. Um, what else have we got cooking? You got any membership uh, comings and goings and things Nothing like that? Nothing really on the membership side. I took a brief look. I, I saw that we're up to 354. So we've been continually growing the last uh, over the last six or so months. Uh, 282 members, 72 associates. That associate number is continuing to climb, which I think is great. And, uh, you know, hopefully as we get into the spring season now i know there are some jobs posted on the board uh, but hopefully we have some people to fill those roles and um, one of the things that came out of our section meeting um, when talk uh, one of the eds i think asked a question about you know what when do we get to a number that's too many and i thought john lindert's response was pretty was uh, excuse me his response was pretty good and he said there's there's obviously a number where we look at it and we say it's too high but he's still getting calls that roles aren't being filled at facilities, which means we still don't have enough uh, quality people to fill those roles. So we want to keep kind of filling that um, the pipeline, and we seem to be doing so. So hopefully we can, you know, help match people, you know, new associates that are coming in with guys and and facilities that are looking for clubs or uh, looking for employees. Uh, so please don't hesitate to reach out here to us at the section office. Tim, myself, Lauren, uh, happy to help out whenever and however we can. Yeah, and to that point, we obviously know that it's still a struggle for a lot of you guys out there, especially in that assistant, associate, professional, whatever you kind of want to call it, role. Uh, I know we were approached by a couple guys down at the show just asking if we knew anybody who was looking for jobs in that kind of space outside ops. and really anything there and it's 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 not just you there's a lot of people in that boat and hopefully i think there's it seems like there's a little bit of a uh, an interest in some new people getting involved in the golf business so again don't hesitate to reach out to the section office here uh dave wilson obviously our career consultant as well is definitely in the know on a lot of things there and maybe find a, a person or two to fill that gap or maybe uh, if your facility is near another facility who's having the same kind of issues, split that person in half and get the best out of uh, out of them and give them different opportunities at different clubs and just you know just think creatively on how we can get get the best out of what the the situation that we're dealing with is until we can really have the amount of uh, golf professionals uh, necessary to fill all these roles. So we'll keep on keeping on, as I guess we'll say. Yeah, keep on keeping on. Um, few other quick little notes. Uh, we have our ADM Modern Coach Training Workshop next Tuesday at the church. Uh, we have about 13 people signed up for that, uh, not counting the uh, presenters there, Brian Bain, obviously, and then Brian Phelps and Evan Lambert, our section members there. 
that's from 10 to 2. We'll have a little lunch in between the, the sessions there. A lot of breakout things. It's not going to be all just presenting on a screen. There's a lot of conversation and going through things. So it'll be very interactive and a really great opportunity for those uh, interested in that teaching, coaching lane. And like Denny said, it kind of tees up the future workshop, which is the RGX and uh, uh, the Will Robbins uh, modern coach stuff. So a good precursor to that. Yeah, and then we also have on February 21st, uh, NeuroPeak has offered to come back, uh, not in person this time, but for those of you that were interested in uh, the precision breathing that we did prior to the holiday uh, break, uh, they are going to come back and do a, a virtual one-hour session, essentially kind of the same um, topics that we discussed in the in-person session. So I uh, look forward to having anybody that's interested in hearing that join. As I've told the board when I was talking about it, I sat in, in that session and, uh, you know, while, while it seems uh, a little crazy, it, it is kind of a new um, health and wellness thing in, in the world, just breathing correctly in general. And I took away some things for everyday life. And it's funny because I catch myself a couple minutes out every day, just really kind of really paying attention to what I'm doing and, and focusing on my breathing and getting myself reset and it's it's been very helpful so uh, not only just for golf but in the whole you know realm of living so um, hope to have some people on that and then I know several of you have reached out in regards to PGA Hope training and wanting to get uh, involved in what I feel is the best program out there uh, but that's going to be April 9th at the first tee so I obviously have some time until that gets here but wanted to get it out there I know a couple guys down at the show were asking me, and I told them, and they put it on their calendar. So April 9th, PJ Hope training. I uh, look forward to seeing everybody there. And then the only one other thing that I have from a section standpoint is the tournament schedule is uh, up on the website, not in its capacity. Uh, as I've kind of finalized things, I started putting it out there so uh, people could see what's going on. I uh, still have a couple more to finalize details on, and as that happens, I'll add those to the schedule. Uh, and one of the things that the tournament committee has kind of asked and we want to certainly do is we're going to list any playing opportunity that we have information on, regardless of whether it's a section event or hosted by a specific facility or whatever it may be. Uh, we want to list it kind of all on that tournament page. So you're going to see uh, different events happening on there that aren't necessarily section operated. Uh, we'll plan to have a link on there to how to register for those events uh, because they won't be operated by us here in the section. But if you're hosting one of those, please feel free to reach out. Happy to put it on that list so that everybody is aware of the event going on. Yeah, we're, we're moving along here. We're almost in February. We're almost uh, we're another month closer to uh, tournaments and events and uh, doing some things with uh, our wonderful members. Yeah, what did I see? The I think I saw the other day 70, it would have been 77, I think. So that was two or three days ago. So we're close to 75 days out from that event that kind of kickstarts golf here in the Northeast, the Masters. Masters, a tradition. So a tradition other. like all others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last quick note I had before we go into some banter. Obviously, again, in Junior League, Player registration is open. We are trailing a little bit in our facility registration. I've had some parents uh, reach out to me asking, hey, I participated in this program last year. I don't see them listed. You know anything about that? So uh, just make sure you get your program listed. You don't really have to think about too much junior league until 
we really get into the warmer weather, but parents are looking for things for their kids to do. So just make sure to take the five minutes out of your day uh, to register your facility. It's very, very easy if you are a returning coach. If you're a new coach, it's also very simple, but maybe instead of five minutes, it's more like 10 minutes, but uh, nothing, nothing crazy there. Um, again, the inflatables this summer, those things sell like hotcakes. So you better get your dates to me now if you wanna rent our barnyard animals. Uh, so just shoot me an email with uh, your dates for camps and things where you would like them. And then deferred comp points. Uh, that is due March 31st. So make sure you are going logging into your uh, PGA.org accounts and uh, taking care of posting your deferred comp points so you can get all the money that's coming your way. Yeah, and that was another interesting thing that came up during our section conference down there. Um, Again, I don't remember if it came up in the ED only session or if it was in the group session, but uh, there was there was about 5,500, I think, at the time of the meeting that had registered for deferred comp points. Only a thousand of those uh, people that have registered are actually eligible and have earned the uh, point quota to receive the funds that have been um, collected. And it's about, if I remember correctly, they're in like the 1.5, 1.6 million. Yep. Um, so right at the moment, anybody that's uh, hit that threshold of points is guaranteed 1500 um, Obviously, there'll be a late rush here, and that may diminish a little bit, but um, it seems like uh, the money that's being put in there continues to go up a little bit. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, not, it doesn't seem like a lot, but as it adds up over the years, especially for the younger uh, members, it, it could be a, a valuable piece of your retirement uh, down the road. Compounding interest. And Free it's money. A wonderful thing. Free money just for doing what you do on a regular basis. That's it. That is it. Uh, that's about all we have, I think, for the section stuff. As always, give us a call here at the section office if you need anything, want to chat, or just want to come by and hang out with us for a little bit. We're, we're here. We're yeah, we've here. had some visitors here to we the have. new office. We have our foundation board meeting on Friday, so we'll, they'll be back um, and... I think that's yeah. virtual, but whatever. Is it virtual? Well, maybe somebody will show up. Yeah, somebody will show up, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but getting into some of our bank banter topics, I think, uh, you know. We're going to talk about pine cones and stuff today because there's not much going know, on in sports, not a lot right? Going, yeah. Our sports teams are really kind of down and out. Uh, it's crazy that, to me, that we're only about two weeks away from spring training, which is, uh, to me, is always kind of like the first sign of spring. I know the Masters is like officially spring, but like when you start getting guys down at spring training, you're starting to think about warmer weather. And uh, it's a big tease because it's like a month and a half of spring training. But we're getting there. Yeah, when do the pitchers and catchers report? Do you know the date? It's usually about right around the 15th 15th. to the 20th, I think, depending on... uh, Because the Super Bowl is a week later this year. Yes, which threw off my plans because I'm going to be in the air during the Super Bowl. I'm not throwing anybody in the bus. Your first bump in the road with your fiancé slash (laughs) soon-to-be wife. (laughs) So I'm missing (laughs) attending the Wisconsin-Rutgers game on Saturday. And then I'm going to be in the air for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Yeah. It's not a great week. Poor planning by the misses nah, there. But, you know, we won't throw her under the bus on the yeah, show. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but obviously since the last show, uh, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles uh, started picking up their golf clubs in a terrible performance against the Buccaneers. Yeah, they joined but, the Giants. Uh, but only two are left, the Kansas City Chefs yeah. and the 49ers. And uh, Usher performing at the halftime show, 
think I heard Dolly Parton singing the national anthem, but I, there's only really one name that's going to dominate the Super Bowl. T-Swift. Taylor Swift. And my daughter already said she can't wait to stay up to watch the game just to see Taylor Swift. So we'll be watching a, We'll be watching the Taylor Swift Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. All the coverage leading up in Vegas. All this stuff. She might even just get out and start performing. I'd like. I I'm gonna go on out on a limb and say it's gonna be the most watched Super Bowl ever. Yeah. No, I think. I mean, based on the numbers that we've seen with any of the Chiefs games, which I mean, she's pretty much attended all of them. I mean, it's through the roof, which is kind of crazy to see the draw that she has. Just I mean, she's not even doing anything. They just flashed her every ten minutes, and it's just her moving and on against Travis Kelsey. And I I think the super positive news coming out of the NFL was the. Uh, non-firing of Mike McCarthy for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's some of the greatest news I've ever heard well, like, out of the NFL. <laughs> like I said, Jerry Jones likes his little puppets, and that is a nice puppet to have there in uh, Mike McCarthy. I mean, for everybody was you know calling for Jason Garrett for forever, and he hung on him for a while. He doesn't want somebody like Bill Belichick or Deion Sanders or Jim Harbaugh to come in there and just do it their way. He wants to do it his way, and if he, you know, they don't win a Super Bowl as much as he, as much as he doesn't like that, he wants to be in control more than he even wants a Super Bowl, and that's my hot take for the day. <laughs> hot take. Um, but it'll be a good build-up for the Super Bowl, as always. Um, on the college basketball side of things, I know the UConn women got smacked around the other day by Notre Dame. Yeah, they're still playing solid ball. They are. They are. There, there's no concern there, but uh, that was the only thing I had of note there. On the, on yeah. the I know they had a lot of their uh, past championship uh, players back. I saw some pictures of uh, all the legends of past and with all the trophies out and things like that. That was kind of a bummer that they got smacked around yeah, after, yeah. <laughs> after that. Um, the men did some smacking around, though, the other day. Their offense is just, I mean, Cam Spencer, who has been probably, I mean, he's been one of their better offensive players, only took four shots, and they still won by about 40 points over Xavier. Uh, I mean, between Spencer, Newton, and Caravan, I mean, they, they can pretty much score at will. You're starting to see the freshman castle and ball really start to come into their own. Uh, and getting some minutes under his belt, still playing. I think they're still playing a little cautiously with his foot even. Um, but their offense, I think, is is really, really clicking. I was telling J.K., our pal, today, as as much as I totally think they're the best team in the country right now, I don't get the the total domination feeling I had with them last year uh, because Sonogo, to me, was just more of a complete score at the college level where he had his big body and can kind of score down low as well as take it off the dribble from the bounce. and. Uh, as good as Caravan is at sort of doing that, he's not quite there. I think their guards are probably a little bit more well-rounded or depth-wise, but um, I don't know if they're quite as intimidating, in my opinion, as they were last year. Yeah, they're still playing big ball and dominating. Yeah. And I, I still, I told you the other day, um, I want to. I haven't been to Gamble, and I want to go to Gamble and check it out. I've been to the XL Center, obviously Mohegan Sun when the ladies play there, but. Never been to a game on Gamble, and I want to want to go check that out. So maybe we'll take a road trip. I'm gonna leave now if I want to get to from Milford <laughs> to Gamble. It's like an home. hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, from here, you don't have to travel. Far. Well, JK sure. and I are going to the game so, next week at the Excel Center. I get the Butler game. Yeah, so no, I got I got kind of backhanded on you that did. one. Yeah, because it's a late game. I can't stay up that late. Well, Nicole Old man, than I am. Yeah, Nicole <laughs> didn't uh, decline her ticket, so she uh, she's coming with us. 
Uh, but you know, I, I was talking to this, talking about this with a couple of the guys, and all of them really want to know is, like, why do you travel to Jersey to watch that team in Jersey <laughs> when the number one team is right here down the road? No, because I don't want to watch those. It's, 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 I won't say what I'm going to say, but because <laughs> they're my guys, Danny. They're my guys. I I drive yeah, all you night. And Lenny. Yeah, me and Lenny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they are my guys, and uh, I was at the Purdue game this past weekend, coming in hot off the PGA show, and listen, for a bad, as bad as they have uh, really looked offensively this year, I mean, they gave Purdue all that they could handle, I mean, for scoring, the record scored 20 points in the first half and still made it a game, they cut it to two with about four minutes to go, I mean, the, the rack environment is was as good as it's ever been that I've been there. It was it was loud. It was intimidating. I mean, you could tell that they uh, were getting to Purdue a little bit. They got them in a 10-second call on, on one possession and getting some sloppy turnover. So uh, it was still a fun environment, especially for a team where, I mean, realistically, they could have gone out and gotten blown out by 30 <laughs> against Purdue, and they didn't. Um, so now it's 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 officially kind of all about the development of some key players for next year, so that they have that foundation to support uh, the Fab Five coming in. So Fab Five. When did they change the name? I didn't realize it's Jersey not the Mike's, rack anymore. Yeah. It's Jersey Mike Serena. Jersey Mike Serena. Well, money talks, Denny, and when money Jersey talks. Mike's wants to give us a bunch of money to put their name brand on. on it, and then we get some nice Jersey Mike subs in the building now. I was gonna say, do you, when you lose your bet to. To uh, I know I got to pay up on RB yeah. from Fox Hopyard. Do uh, do you get a free? Is that a free sandwich that you're passing on to him, or yeah, are you next actually time I pay, go to the rack, I'm gonna get him a sub. I'm gonna keep it until the next time I see him and say, "Here, take this." <laughs> That's your winning bet, RB. <laughs> yeah, I still have uh, plenty more games to go to. Um, uh, next couple I will not be around for, but I got about five more games to go to. So hopefully they can kind of figure out some things and. At least uh, make the last uh, month and a half of the season fun to watch. There you go. That's it. Uh, speaking of fun to watch, uh, first time since 1991 that an amateur won on the PGA Tour. Wow. Nick Dunlap. Yeah, Nick Dunlap. We got a little That's... fun side story there from Bobo. Yeah. 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 So that was pretty cool to see. He won the American Express Championship. Uh, would have been two weeks ago now, I believe. Turn pro like uh, the next day. Yep, turn pro. He's playing this in this weekend's uh, Pebble Beach, AT and T, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's switched around names a couple of times, but it's actually a new format because it's one of the elevated events. So the AMs are only playing the first two days, uh, and it's a limited field. So that should be pretty fun to watch. And then the other news coming out of the golf world. Obviously, we have the whole golf space that's going on the battle lives getting underway this week and what's going on there but i had mentioned to you the other day the anthony kim comeback yeah it'll be interesting to hear how that kind of plays out i was a huge anthony kim fan when he uh when he was playing and uh you know it sounds like the 10 million dollar policy that was a big deal 12 years ago is chump change now with what's getting tossed around uh, on on the tours so uh, it'll be interesting to see if he comes back at all. And uh, I don't, I, from what I've read, I don't believe that he's really been playing any golf at all. So, yeah, it's the same as the Luke guy. So, it's in the trace. So, it'll be interesting to see how that, uh, how that pans out. But anything else going on in the sports world, I don't really know anything about. So, 
No, I think, I mean, we don't have to die. We don't have to get in the weeds. There's always yeah. stuff going on. There's, that we there's always about. stuff. Oh, one thing on. I do want to, the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame happened while we were in uh, oh, yeah. Orlando. Yes. We got uh, Todd Helton got in, Joe Maurer and Bel- Adrian Beltran, their first crack got in. Uh, Billy Wagner will get in next year. He was just shy. Uh, but the big shock to me was Gary Sheffield getting some love in there as a steroid guy and people just clearly just hating A-Rod because he can't even sniff the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, and Sheffield wasn't a, he was linked to it. He was like kind of one of those, like, yeah, he never tested positive, but kind of just got just wrapped up in the whole it, yeah. thing. And listen, I would love for Gary Sheffield to get in. Yeah, he was one of my favorite players back in the day. Yeah. That little crank of the bat when he was getting one of the ready. Yeah. Dances of all time. Yep. Uh, yep. So that's the only other little note that I wanted that's to make right. sure I we forgot got about in there. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Love a good Hall of Fame. Oh, baseball. That's all you, buddy. History. Yeah. History and uh, baseball. Yeah. So, Enshrined. That's it. Um, but that's all we got for today. We'll be back at you again in another couple of weeks. As we said, we'll do every other week uh, going forward. And again, if you want to get on the show and talk about something that's going on at your club or in the world of golf, golf business related, uh, give us a call. Don't be bashful. Uh, we're happy to have you on and, and chat some, uh, some fun and interesting topics. So give us a call. But until then, that's it. We're out.